2021 was a roller coaster. It was lucrative. It was wild, bananas, crazy. Those are some of your answers when I asked our Facebook mastermind group for a single word or image to describe the 2021 real estate market. Competition this year was off the charts. Inventory was at record low levels. Bidding wars were SOP, standard operating procedure. Early this year, there were more real estate agents than homes for sale. Do you remember that? More real estate agents than homes for sale. That's got to be the craziest real estate statistic ever. And here's the thing. It meant you, more than ever, had to be at the top of your game. You had to find a way to be better and different from the glut of agents in your market. There's so many agents that are so alike and they're just doing exactly the same cookie cutter things. You got to find a way to step out from that crowd and be the reason somebody would choose you. That's Jim Remley talking to me in episode 68 back in August. And whether he knew it or not, Jim hit upon the bedrocks of this podcast. Be different, be irreplaceable. That's how you grow your business. What Jim said is one of my favorite quotes from this year's shows, but there are a lot more I want to share with you today. It's time for our best of 2021 episode, filled with the best advice, the best quotes, the best sound bites from season two. This is The Walkthrough. Hello, hello, I'm Matt McGee, Managing Editor of Homelight's Agent Resource Center. Welcome to The Walkthrough. If you're a new listener, it's great to have you here. If you're a regular listener, it's also great to have you here. Thank you for letting me into your life and into your business for about 30 minutes every week. Well, almost every week, right? We're in the middle of a break right now, as you know. Season two wrapped up at the end of October, and season three will be coming your way in the new year. You know, it's not lost on me how fortunate I am to be able to talk every week with some of the smartest and most successful people in the real estate industry and outside the industry too. In fact, I recently got a firsthand taste of just how smart my guests are. Can I share a quick story? A few months ago, I started rewriting the entire lead conversion system that my wife's real estate team uses. The old system we had since uh, 2018, it was okay, but I knew it could be better. So when I sat down to start thinking about what a good lead conversion system looks like, I thought, hmm, why not go back to old walkthrough episodes and borrow what my guests have shared? Right, because we've done several shows specifically on lead conversion and follow-up. It's also a topic that comes up frequently even in other episodes. Well, long story short, thanks to this show and the super smart agents who have been on this show, my wife's team now has a completely new follow-up system. There's a seven-day blitz for trying to connect with new leads. There are new follow-up plans for after the agents have that first conversation. There are uh, new drip campaigns for people who need to be watched or nurtured, and it's all thanks to this show. Now, I don't tell you that story to pat myself on the back, right? It's not me teaching the ins and outs of lead conversion and all the other stuff we've covered. It's the great guests who've been on the show. It's you being part of the Listener Mastermind group on Facebook. It's everyone who's willing to listen, learn, and help others get better. 
You know, I always say that this show is about helping you grow your business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. So let's use that as our lens as we look back and listen back to some of the best quotes and lessons from the year. Chris, play that music one more time. Let's dive in to the best of the walkthrough in 2021. We talk about the need to be irreplaceable on this show. You know why. It's because some of Homelight's competitors are out there trying to get rid of agents. We're not. We're trying to help you become invaluable to your clients and your community. A great way to start is by figuring out your core values. What are the foundational beliefs that you use to run your business? What are the values that will make you irreplaceable? In September, I had Brett Jennings on the show. He's a Homelight Elite agent whose team started strong about 10 years ago, then hit a ceiling. They had no growth for three straight years. They finally broke through that ceiling when Brett learned to create a one-page strategic business plan. He shared the specifics of that in a two-part series, episodes 74 and 75. One of the first steps in developing this strategic business plan is deciding your core values. Who are you? What do you believe? And listen here as Brett explains that this is a lot more than a mission statement. Oftentimes, like what we see espoused as company core values that you might've seen when you walked into Costco or somewhere, (laughs) things like integrity or customer service. um, These are things that I would refer to, we call platitudes, right? And platitudes are... If you could, you can end the sentence and say, well, I'd hope so. Like, for example, integrity shouldn't be a core value. It's, it's table stakes. It's, I would, I would hope so that you got integrity because I wouldn't even want to consider doing business with you otherwise. Yeah. Platitudes are not going to make you irreplaceable. How about taking this idea of being irreplaceable and working it into your core values, make it part of how you do business day in and day out. That's what Josh Anderson is doing in Nashville. When I spoke with Josh this summer, I tell you, it felt to me like his whole business is built around being irreplaceable. 75% of his team's business comes from referrals. That's because they go above and beyond to be valuable to both clients and the community. In episode 65, Josh shared a handful of ways that his team has become irreplaceable. One of them is that they've created a registered nonprofit to help people in need. Josh says the nonprofit takes on projects anywhere from, say, $500 to tens of thousands of dollars. Listen as he describes one project where his team overhauled a home that was in disrepair for a local resident who couldn't do it herself. We went over as a team, cleaned up all the landscaping, got all the stuff out of the garage, brought it all to Habitat store, uh, and the goodwill and threw it away at the trash dump. You know, we had our contractor go in and fix the ceiling, fix the leak, update everything. And that was like a $20,000 deal. And we've done things that were small, like, you know, past client that went into a wheelchair um, on fixed income, you know, couldn't afford really to do a wheelchair ramp. And so we're just trying to do things in the community. Community's been good to us. And so for us to be able to give back to the community, it feels really good. And um, it's helping people that need help. One of my favorite episodes this year uh, actually came the previous week, right before Josh was on. 
My guest that week was Glenda Baker. She shared the remarkable story of how she had closed eight deals and earned $141,000 in GCI in less than a year, all thanks to TikTok. Yes, TikTok. Now, I'm not saying TikTok is irreplaceable or that it will make you irreplaceable, but the idea, the topic came up when we were talking about the content that Glenda makes, the stories that she tells in her TikTok videos. If you've never watched her, she is incredibly transparent. She'll talk about her own mistakes, about her adventures as an agent. She'll talk about things her clients have done or said. She shares what happens in the day-to-day grind of real estate because she wants people to learn what it's really like. And when people see that real estate isn't easy, they learn how irreplaceable a good agent is. That's why we get paid because this is very difficult. And I think that a lot of consumers think that we drive up in a Mercedes, we open the door, somebody buys a house, we make $30,000 and we go sit on a yacht in the middle of the Mediterranean and eat bonbons. And that's not the way that real estate is. And every time that somebody tells me, Glenda, this is so difficult, this happened, that happened, I'm like, praise the Lord, because if it were easy, they wouldn't need us. So that's what I want to get across to the consumer. That's what I want to get to the other agent is level yourself up, make yourself indispensable, because if you are indispensable, you will not become extinct. Think about that. How real, how transparent are you in your videos, your marketing, your social media? Being transparent is helping Glenda show that she and real estate agents in general are irreplaceable. That's a great transition into being different and standing out from the crowd. Kenny Trong is a Homelight Elite agent in the Bay Area. He is using transparency to build his team with like-minded agents. And talk about being different. While many brokerages and team leaders were downsizing and abandoning offices during the pandemic, Kenny added more than 100 agents to his team and opened nine new offices. He did it by being an open book. Before an agent joins the team, Kenny gives them access to the team's Slack. He invites them to attend team meetings. Nothing is sacred. He told me that this unique open book approach helps his team stand out as being different. It also helps the agent see his team culture in action so they can decide if it's a good fit. Our Slack is very exciting. Slack, I, that's how where every communication is for a company. So rather than me t- tell someone what the culture is and talk about it, come to our Slack. See every message that goes through. You can see how our company operates. And then at, uh, either before or after Slack, we get them on a team meeting and they get a taste of the culture. And then we actually have every single meeting recorded since August. So we send them that. So our meetings, like, literally, like we're converting people before they even hop on the call with us. Speaking of finding like-minded people... Back in March, I had Ray Cole Jackson on the show. It was episode 53. She talked about developing a CEO mindset, about running your business instead of letting the business run you. Great, great episode. There was one part of the conversation that I edited out, didn't make it into the final cut because we kind of you know, went down a few rabbit trails, got a bit off topic. I'm gonna use that bit right now though. Ray Cole shared some great advice about being careful in who you spend time with, who you learn from. Her point was about not blindly following the crowd, but making sure you're following people who are going where you want to go. You can be alone as a solo agent, but not work alone. 
You don't have to be alone in the business. So my suggestion would be to find a voice that speaks to your need. Find a voice that speaks to an area that you need to grow. Find a group of people that are going in the direction that you're going. Um, If you hang around five top producers, you'll become the sixth. If you hang around five that are given up, you'll become the sixth. So get around a group that's going in the direction that you like to become. If you're trying to create a different kind of team, one that stands out from the rest of the teams in your market, you better start by training your agents well. If you're not teaching them how you do things differently from other agents and teams, what chance do they have of actually being different for you? One of the final episodes of the year was all about team trading and onboarding. Nancy Reynolds of Rainmaker Real Estate made the point that a great training program requires the team leader to put in a lot of time and energy. And a key part of that, she said, is training new agents on your brand, on what makes you unique and different so that they can perform at a level that sets you apart. It takes a lot of time and dedication from you as the trainer. And if you're not committed to doing that for these people that you onboard, then you're really doing them a disservice. You're also going to hurt your brand because they're not going to you know, perform at that super high level. Um, and I think when you're growing a team, I think the one of the most important features for the consumer is that it's consistent. So the business practice is consistent. That's a great point right there. It's not good enough to say you're different or think you're different. Your entire team has to understand what makes you different. And they need to bring that into their business practices day in and day out. That's how you stand out from the crowd. Out of all 40 or so episodes that we published this year, hmm, probably episode 73 is the one that stands out as a poster child for doing things differently. That's the episode where Las Vegas agent Joe Herrera explained how his team is closing 200 transactions a year from Facebook leads. Now, Joe has turned his team's Facebook business page into a lead gen magnet with one of the most unique, stand-out-from-the-crowd approaches I have ever seen. He's turned the page into like a It's like a local Las Vegas version of Zillow or Redfin, Tralia, whatever. They use it to post about homes for sale. But here's the thing, not just their own listings. They will post homes for sale from other agents all across town. It's become so big and successful that other agents are asking Joe to promote their listings. As it's progressed now, we have a lot of agents that will reach out to us and say, hey, 123 Main Street just went up for sale. Would you mind featuring it on your Facebook page? And so now we get a lot of agents that will reach out to us. And so our our goal with our Facebook page is not, it is not a pageant of the current inventory we possess. Our Facebook page is a presentation of the best homes in in the whole city. It's common for one of Joe's page posts to get like hundreds of comments, hundreds of likes and shares, but better yet, Everyone who comments becomes a lead, and Joe's team gets all of those leads. How great is that? You promote other agents' homes for sale on your Facebook page, you get the leads, and you do 200-plus deals from Facebook in a single year. That is how you stand out from the crowd. Let's wrap up the, uh, the Be Different theme with one more clip that deals with your marketing, video marketing to be specific. 
Christina Smallhorn was on the show way back in February when her YouTube channel had just passed 70,000 subscribers. By the way, she's now up to more than 153,000 subscribers. Well, one of Christina's best tips was to be different in how you begin your video. Namely, she says you need to skip the long introduction, get to the point as quickly as possible. What people have been telling me was the right steps for a YouTube video were literally the wrong steps for a YouTube <laughs> okay. video. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, like one of the biggest ones that I see, like every time somebody says, I'm, I'm not, I'm doing everything they tell me to do. And they'll start off their video with like, this is the 10 ways to buy a house in Washington, D.C. Then they run a 20-second intro. Then they introduce themselves. Then they uh, talk about themselves for another 15 seconds. Then they get into the topic. By that time, the person watching is like, shut up and tell me the 10 ways right. to buy a house in D.C. And that, that was a common mistake. That's actually a tip that my wife's team has started using in their videos. I think it's really smart. Talk less about yourself and talk more about what the viewer wants to hear. All right, we have talked about being irreplaceable. We've talked about being different and standing out from the crowd. The third thing that I say in every episode, and the third reason that Homelight does a podcast for real estate agents, is that we want to help you grow your business. Now, I really believe one of the keys to growing your business is time management. You can always go out and find more leads. You can always go out and find more agents or hire more staff, but you can never get more time, never. You have to use those 24 hours a day as effectively as possible. And hopefully you're sleeping for at least six to eight of them, right? Well, one of the most popular episodes that we did this year was episode 45 back on February 1st. That's when agent Cliff Lewis walked us through his time blocking system. It's a system that helped him sell, get this, 57 more homes the first year that he used it. It also let him spend more time at home with his newborn sons, let him go on vacation, the whole nine yards. One of the keys, Cliff told me, was that you have to be really specific when you're creating time blocks on your calendar. You can't just say something like, four hours of prospecting. Prospecting is such a generic term and so general generalized. And when you're in our business and we sell to the general public, anything, oh, I was at the grocery store and you know I handed out a business card. So I'm talking the whole hour off as prospecting. And, and it's so easy to not know what to do. So you sit down at you know, 11 o'clock in the morning on a Monday and you're like, okay, I'm supposed to prospect for an hour. And it takes you 30 minutes to figure out what it is you want to prospect. Well, now I already blew 30 minutes. I'm actually prospecting. So when I do this and I do my week, I, I think about ahead of time, how it is I want to prospect each of those different things. And this way I'm all kind of set up to ready to go. So I know what it is I'm doing. So if I know that, you know, I'm going to do a circle prospect on Thursday or Friday at 11, whatever that is, um, I know ahead of time, okay, who am I going to focus on? Which circle? Is this going to be my, you know, friends from my kid's school, or parents from my kid's school, excuse me, or is this going to be my sphere of influence that I've sold houses to in the past? Is it going to be people that live in my neighborhood? Who is it I'm trying to actually focus on in this circle? And then what activity is best for them? If you missed that episode, if uh, time management is a struggle, please go back and give it a listen. I promise you won't regret it. One of the underlying themes we hit on this year to help grow your business is the idea that your words and stories really matter. You wanna be at the top of your game when you're talking to new leads, when you're talking to existing clients, talking to past clients. Well, 
Andy Henriquez is a brilliant storyteller, and he was on the walkthrough back in June sharing his expertise in strategic storytelling. Stories, Andy said, are how we connect with other people. The human brain is wired for stories. If you want to get and keep someone's attention, stories are how you do it. One of the great tips that Andy shared was how to choose stories that will move people to take action, to want to do business with you. Listen to this. First of all, what do I want them to know? What do I want them to feel? And then the final thing is, what do I want them to do? What do I want them to do? Now, I know we got a lot of, uh, you know, all-stars here uh, listening in to this particular session, but we know at the end of the day, we're not talking about telling stories for the sake of telling stories. We're telling stories because we want to get more business, right? We are trying to sell more properties. We're trying to get more listings, you know? And so when we do that, we want to be telling stories that move people towards a specific action, whether it's getting them to sign a listing agreement, whether it's getting them to choose you, whether it's getting them to understand why they should buy in that neighborhood, whether getting them to understand why this is a great time for them to sell. It doesn't matter. But when we are telling the story, there needs to be something specifically that we want people to do as a result of us telling the story. And we want to tie the story to the action that we want people to take. So once again, you're about to go meet up with somebody and you got a bunch of stories. Think about this. What do I want them to know? What do I want them to feel? And what do I want them to do? And if you can think about those things, you'll choose the perfect story so that you can move them to action. And talking about moving people to action, earlier in the year, we went deeper into words and language with Jesse Zagorski. Episode 48 in February was all about NLP in real estate, neuro-linguistic programming. NLP basically is the science of using communication to build better rapport and influence with your clients. In this episode, Jesse and I went through I think a handful of NLP exercises together. It was fascinating to me. One of the exercises was about how you can use vocal tones and inflections to be more persuasive. What's one of the most common questions realtors ask on the phone? Like, give me a question a realtor would ask someone when trying to book an appointment. When you're trying to book an appointment, you would say, are you free on Thursday at 2 p.m.? Are you free at Thursday at 2 p.m.? And most people, if you ask the question, would say, are you free at Thursday at 2 p.m.? They kind of toss it out there. And it has that feeling of like, free Thursday at the end of the hour. Whereas if you say, are you, are you free Thursday, 2 p.m.? Are you free Thursday, 2 p.m.? Now I'm going down at the end. I'm saying it like a statement, which has a lot more power and authority behind what I'm saying. And the way to learn this is to take your fist and put it up by your head. Right? No one can see you right now. It's a podcast. Don't worry. So take your, take your fist, put it up by your head. And as you say the whatever question you want to say, right? I like to use something called an alternative choice question where you give two answers that are equally acceptable. Right? Do you want to talk at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock? You're going to take your fist that's up, up by your head and you're going to lower it down towards your waist as you say your question. Do you want to meet at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock? Are evenings or weekends better for you? That was such a great episode. In hindsight, I probably should have replayed that one in its entirety for you sometime this summer or fall. My mistake on that. Well, in that clip above, Jesse is talking about your follow-up with new leads, trying to book an appointment. We did a few episodes completely dedicated to follow-up. In April, I did two shows 
with Isaac Guzman. He's part of the Daniel Beer team. They're Homelight Elite agents in San Diego. Isaac walked us through their follow-up system in amazing detail. You heard him explain every contact they do on day one, every contact they do on day two, and so forth. He said, one of the keys to making their follow-up system work so well is that the agents are sending more video texts to new leads. Listen to the exchange that we had about that. You're just doing that right on your iPhone. There's no production involved. It's just just like you're doing a FaceTime call. You're just recording it and sending it via text. My crappy video will outperform your non-existent one all day long because you won't do one if, if the production standard has to be high. Yeah, I'm going to do it. So I'm just going to do it. There's going to be kids in the background. There's going to be dogs barking. I'm going to have stuff in my teeth. My hair is going to be messed up. I'm going to like stutter. And who cares? Like no one cares. They want to see your face, right? That's where the connection happens? Well, it's like a whole thing. There's like a science to why we do it and why we want to deliver it within two minutes of, of an inquiry or within two minutes of actually speaking with somebody on the phone. And it's because of what we understand in sales psychology, which is, you know, the number one thing you got to do is overcome sales skepticism. Number two thing is you want to create, you want to handle uncertainty about you as a person. And so nothing handles those things better than sending out a video very quickly in a, in a real video. I'll tell you from my conversations this year, it sure sounds like a lot of agents have uh, jumped on that video text train. It is a great way to help clients see that you're a real person who's reaching out to them. Now, Isaac is part of a big team. I think they are at close to 40 agents when we spoke early this year. In August, Shannon Steer was on the walkthrough to share how her five-person team handles lead follow-up. This was, you know, another great show where we got really specific about what the follow-up emails say, what Shannon says when she sends a video to new leads, and so much more. But the real driver of success, my biggest takeaway from that entire episode was when Shannon talked about accountability. Accountability is huge, whether you're a solo agent, whether you're on a small team or a big team. Listen in as Shannon shared how accountability works for her team, from things like daily meetings to scoreboards and more. This is when accountability started. So scoreboards are important. Having a scoreboard in public is super important for teams. You would never go to an NFL game like the Chiefs and not have a scoreboard up to know exactly what's happening with everybody. And then we developed a planner, Matt, that basically it's for our accountability and our coaching for our team members. Once a week, we coach. We go over the planner. What's happened in the last week? Where are your leads? Where are your deals? Where are you at in your 12-week year goals? How do we get you there? You've got to have a start time. Games start at, at a time. They're on national TV. They can't be late. We have a start time every day at 8.30, preferably in person. If somebody's out and about, we call them in. That is our what's going on, who's got what, who's on first, who's on third, who's ready to run, you know, steal the bases, and who needs coverage. Go. Oh, I love that accountability stuff so much. Thank you, Shannon. I have a feeling that accountability is probably going to be a pretty hot topic for us next year in season three. There you go. Some of the best quotes and wisdom from season two of The Walkthrough. Don't go away yet. I'm going to have a one more minute segment coming up at the very end with one of my favorite, favorite tips of the whole year. For now, a couple programming notes. This is the final episode of 2021, the end of season two. Season three 
will be coming your way in the new year. I don't yet have an estimate on when that will happen. One reason why I don't is that we're still in the process of hiring what we are calling a podcast producer. This is not someone who's going to be all technical and help with the audio editing and stuff like that. We are covered there. We're looking for someone with extensive real estate experience to help research guests and topics, to help do prep work, help promote each episode after it gets published. If that sounds interesting, hey, drop me a note and I will be happy to share more info. You can call or text me. It's 415-322-3328 or just send an email to walkthrough at homelight.com. Hey, our Facebook mastermind group remains active too. Over the holidays, we have more than 1,800 listeners in there right now, and you should be in there too. Just go to Facebook, do a search for Homelight Walkthrough. The group will come right up. I'd love to see you in there. One last story before we wrap things up. A new coworker just asked me a couple days ago. She said, do you ever run into agents who don't want to be on the podcast because they don't want to give their secrets away? Well, I told her, yeah, that happens. But really only with about maybe one of every 10 guests or so that I invite to be on the show. I thought about that. I thought, how cool is it that so many smart and super talented real estate agents are willing to let me go deep into how they make money, how they run their business, how they succeed in such a competitive industry. You know, we don't do surface on this show. We get down in the weeds. You get the actual blueprints for things like like time blocking, follow-up systems for working with distressed properties and so much more. So for that, I wanna say a sincere thank you to every guest who's been on this show. You've made it very successful. You've made it very meaningful to my listeners, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. Even more so, I'm grateful to you for listening. Without you, this show doesn't exist. Thanks for letting me into your homes, into your cars, into your ears, wherever and however you listen. Thanks from the bottom of my heart. It means everything that you let me spend a half hour with you every week. All right. One more minute is coming up. My name's Matt McGee. You've been listening to The Walkthrough. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. We're on a journey to find out how great agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. Go out and safely sell some homes. Happy holidays. I'll talk to you again next year. Bye-bye. Welcome back and welcome to the last edition of One More Minute in 2021. You know, I started One More Minute earlier this year as a way to squeeze in some bonus tips and advice, and I want to end this best of episode with one of my favorite tips any guest shared during the year. If you run a team, you know how tough it is to get your agents to update client notes in your CRM. They have a call or an appointment with a client or a lead and you need to know how it went, right? But getting them to update the CRM is like, it's like drawing blood from a stone sometimes, right? Well, Tony Baroni, a Homelight elite agent in Florida, shared this great tip to make it easier. So what, what we found in two, after 2019, we looked at the year and we're like, okay, we did an awesome job with SET. We did an awesome job with MET. 
And after that, we don't know what happens pretty much. Right. I mean, just to be honest, like people weren't logging notes and people are hoarding 200 leads, but maybe they're not following up. We don't know. All of all we know is we did our job. We set the appointment. They met the appointment, which I think is our job as a team more than the agent. Right. And then after that, we had no clue what happened. So here's what we created, which I think has worked out really, really well. We created a hotline. Okay. So we did a phone number grab and we used a company, I think called CallRail, where we took a phone number. And basically after the appointment, the agent calls into this number and it goes to automatic voicemail. And they say, Hey, this is, this is Tony. I just went on a listing appointment at one, two, three main street. I met with Bob and Shirley and we had a great conversation. They're interviewing five people. They're leaning towards us. They have one more interview and they wouldn't sign today, but they said they're going to make a decision in two days. And I'm going to follow up in two more days at two o'clock and see what direction they're going. So I'm going to handle this and then I'll let you know how it goes. Or it could look like, hey, I went on this appointment. The buyer wanted to see this house. They're not really ready. They're in a lease for at least another nine months and they don't want to break the lease. So, hey, thank you for the appointment. I'm going to send that back to you guys to follow up on. We make the distinguish, you know, we we distinguish as the agent following up or as the ISA following up. And we we have a hotline, we call it our TBT hotline that we call in and we just basically, there's about five things we want to know. And then the ISA logs that into the notes um, of the CRM. So then we're all kept in the loop on what's happening. And then they know what the follow-up should be. I love that so much. What a smart way to keep your CRM updated after every appointment. That's one more minute, actually more than a minute this time, but still so good. I'm Matt McGee. Thanks again for listening to our best of 2021. I'll talk to you again next year for season three of The Walkthrough.